We're sisters, best friends, and authors on a mission to help you stoke your creative fire and live the life of your dreams. We believe that purpose fuels passion and that creativity is your secret weapon for mass construction. There's never been a better time to bless the world with your dream realized. You're listening to The Kate and Abby Show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Kate and Abby Show. Today, we're talking all about self-promotion as an author. So whether you're an indie author or a traditionally published author, you have to face the sometimes daunting challenge of promoting your work, promoting your book or whatever it is you've created that you want people to buy, right? Or partake in. You want them to read your book. You want them to buy it. Keeping it real, that's what we're talking about today because a lot of authors feel uncomfortable and awkward promoting their own work and they don't really know how to go about it um, or they just feel like an imposter. So the imposter syndrome definitely shows up here and me and Kate have both been published authors for several years now. Kate has more books out than I do, but we both have experienced this on a very personal level, promoting our own work and overcoming the challenge of that uncomfortable feeling of, oh, I don't want to talk about my own work and I feel awkward doing this. So we're going to tackle that topic today and give you guys some helpful, useful tips from our own experience on how to overcome that feeling and promote your own work in a very natural conversational way that actually feels good for you and that your audience enjoys. So that's what we're going to dive into in this podcast episode. Before we get started, we have to thank our sponsors who are you. That's right. You guys are the ones who support this show and keep it going. And we so appreciate your support. So if you get value out of this podcast, go to patreon.com slash the Kate and Abby show and help us keep this show alive and free of interruptions. Okay, let's jump right into it. What would you say is the biggest struggle or the biggest mistake that authors make when they're trying to promote their own work? I think the biggest mistake that often surfaces is this feeling of feeling awkward. Yes. I feel awkward. I feel uncomfortable. Um, I feel like I am an imposter trying to cheat people out of their money by trying to get them to go and buy my thing. First of all, that's a mindset that needs to be broken, in my opinion. It is a wrong way to look at your craft. You have created artwork that you now want to share with the world. You have chosen to make this your livelihood, or perhaps you're transitioning over to making this your livelihood. So you realize the importance of money coming in from your artwork. That's an important part of it, because if that is not there, then how are you going to be able to continue creating? You know what I mean? Right. So that's important. And <clears throat> for a lot of artists myself included, I know like finances can be like, ah, you know, money. Uh, why do we have to talk about that? It's like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I do. But it also is look at it in a positive light because, because it's going to fuel something really beautiful. And I think looking at it in a different way is so important because you got to think about, okay, you're on social media, you're scrolling through, let's say your Instagram and you come across a brand you really like, a brand that you buy from, a favorite clothing item or a favorite uh, beverage, whatever it is. And you see them promoting, hey, look, you know, here's a new garment we made that uh, it's in our shop now, it's available. You can go buy this. We're really excited about it. Would you be like... <laughs> 
look at these people trying to get my money out of my wallet. Unbelievable. Unfollow them. Now you're going to be excited. You're going to be like, cool, they made a new thing. And I followed them because I actually wanted to hear from them. Right. I wanted to hear when they had a new thing that I could potentially go and buy and support them and keep them going because I enjoy consuming what they create. That's what your readers are thinking. Your readers are like, did they just post something that I had to look at? Are they trying to sell me something? How dare they? No one's thinking that. <laughs> You're the only one thinking that someone's thinking yeah. that, okay? So... Part of it, I think, is, is you have so much of it is part of the imposter syndrome. Yes. Which you have to be proud of that? what you do and what you create. Yeah, Can I think we did talk it, about that. Before? Yeah, we'll have to go back and get that and link it below because yeah. that was a really good informational episode. Lots of good gold nuggets in there about conquering that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're not seeing yourself as one of those cool icons, those cool brands or uh, people online that you follow. Like just imagine <laughs> if you saw yourself as you see your favorite author. Yes. That was like the, 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 um, the thing that changed it for me as far as getting comfortable with self-promotion was seeing myself as I see my favorite authors mm -hmm. and being like, well, what if I was like that cool? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what if I was that cool? What if my books were that cool? And what if other people saw my books as that cool and saw me as that cool? I would carry myself totally differently, you know, yeah. online. I would, I would act and speak and post differently. I would use language that came across as confident in my own work and excited with other people. That's another thing that I think um, a lot of authors miss out on is the, the excitement that you can have for your own work in that, like bringing that excitement, you bring the excitement first and then other people get excited about it, you know? Right. It's, it's by extension, other people will kind of grab onto your vibe. Yes. And be excited about it as well. Now, if you approach it with this like uncomfortable sense of like hesitancy, like very haltingly speaking about my own stuff, right? People aren't going to be as excited and enthused by it because right. that's just not the tone you're bringing. Yeah, and I think it's important to realize that you don't have to speak like you don't have to talk your stuff down and you don't have to say very little about your things in order to be humble some people i think get this idea a lot of artists get this idea that you know i i'm humble i'm a humble person and so i don't want to come across sounding like an egomaniac here and i get that i feel that sometimes but it's wrong because talking like an egomaniac would be like, here's my book. And you know, it's the best book that's ever been written. And you know what? It's way better than all that other stuff you've been reading. Yeah, all that other stuff you've been reading, throw it away. Yeah, like honestly. Read my stuff, you know the, what I mean? Yeah, like the that's, biggest sign of, of being like egotistical is by like putting other people's stuff down. Right. To me, that's like, that always comes across as that's never a good vibe. <laughs> right. So to get excited about something you make, cool. We can get excited with yeah. you. You're not tearing anyone else down. Right. And it doesn't make you any less humble to be excited about the act of creation. And that's another thing from a more spiritual standpoint. It's not about you. It's about the act of creation and celebrating that act. 
which is now something that everyone can partake in because you made a beautiful thing that others can share in. Cool. You know what I mean? It's not just about you anymore. It's about sharing and this communion of giving and receiving from your reader. So you're giving something to the world, something that you're passionate about. Now other people can receive benefits from that, receive insight into your own passion, and it might turn into something beautiful for them. Right. You know what I mean? So it really goes beyond just you. Try not to think about it as, you know, oh, let me shine the spotlight on myself here. Right. You, your book could change someone's life or whatever your creative project is. It could positively impact someone. So to draw back and try not to share it, really, that's the less humble thing to do. Right. Because that's not as um, giving and and generous towards your readers and the world, you know? And another thing just from like a practical standpoint is that from your perspective, it feels like you're talking about it a lot, but from other people's perspective, they do not see or hear you talking about it nearly as much as you do. Right. (laughs) Because you see every social media post you put out and you see every blog post and you see every video that you create. But your followers don't see every single one. Even the people who have subscribed and and rung the bell, they don't see everything. (laughs) Okay. So I I feel like a lot of authors see it from that perspective of like, oh, I've already talked about this so much. Yeah, but a lot of people have missed all your posts on it, Mm -hmm. or they just haven't seen many of them, or they saw one and they're like, oh, yeah, I need to remember to do that. And they need something else to remind them to go check out your book or go buy your book, do whatever you want them to do, the call to action. But I think a lot of authors are like, okay, I posted about it, you know, once this week, that's enough. Yeah. And it's like, well, uh, people might not have seen all, you know, a lot of your followers might not have seen that. And these platforms are constantly changing their right. algorithms. Yeah. So something you put out is being served to far less people than are following you. It's not going to be served to all those people. It's going to be served to a certain amount that the algorithm has approved of based off of their activity, which is going to be a very small percentage. The same with email lists. If you're promoting your book through an email list that you've been building, you have to understand that a lot of these emails might go to divert to spam. They might not be seen. They might be in an overflooded, overcrowded comma, flooded inbox. <laughs> so people are going to miss these things. Yeah. And so it's not obnoxious to mention it several times. Yeah. I have um, the first book in my series, Anomaly, the prequel of my series, The Blood Race, is available for free. When people sign up to my email list, they get the book and I send it a few times. And I then check with them a few times. I have an email sequence set up so that it checks with them. Hey, did you get it? Were you able to download it? Okay. A few days later, hey, just wanted to make sure you were able to get the book. Okay. If not, here's the link. And I have quite a few emails that go out like this. Never once have I had a single person say, you know, why do you keep emailing me about this? In fact, I've had quite a few that are like, I I didn't get the book. Where is it? And I'm like, wow, that's amazing because I've sent you like 10 emails and you haven't seen a single one of them. And I actually get a lot of people responding and interacting and we go back and forth and it's really fun. So the one rare person you might get who's like, I'm tired of seeing these posts. Are you really going to tailor how you do everything around this one person who 
Mark my words, they're not going to buy your book anyway. (laughs) So do not base what you're doing off of those few people. You have to base what you're doing off the the way the majority is going to respond, whether it's social media or email lists. Yeah. Yes. So I, I think that's like, I mean, everything we have just said is pretty much disproves the myth, and it is a myth, that people get annoyed, or your followers especially, get annoyed with you promoting yourself. But I think one thing that um, a lot of a lot of writers, authors struggle with is what to do for self-promo. Yes. Like, oh, what do I do? I just I know, post I a picture of my book, and <laughs> I, I say, struggle with that too. hey, I have this book, please go read it. You know, it's like, uh, well, what do I do? And my advice to authors who are in the process of publishing would be, number one, remember this rule, rule of thumb all the time. Self-promo does not have to be perfect and polished. And it's better if it's not. Like, Mm -hmm. better if we see organic behind-the-scenes content than, wait, I won't tell you anything and I won't show you anything until the book is perfect and it's published and it looks great and I can take, like, a professional photo shoot of it and then I can post about it. Like, no, I want to see every step of your process. And the the -the behind-the-scenes, organic, authentic look at your process is going to be what really excites your followers and your readers. So showing them more than you think you should show them, I guess, is is the the point I'm trying to make here. Now you don't have to reveal like, you know, here's here's the actual content of the book or here's the plot or don't give away any spoilers, obviously, but letting them behind the scenes and letting them get excited about the release, like leading up to the release, that is an important thing. Now, if you've already published your book and you're like, oh, shoot, I missed that boat. <laughs> I'm not able to do that now because I've already published the book. There are still so many organic ways that you can incorporate your book and talking about your book into other things that you do. It doesn't have to be like designated um, social posts or emails or videos about just your book alone. Find creative, interesting ways to bring your book into the conversation that you're having either on your social media or in a video. Um, I do that all the time on my YouTube channel. I'll be like talking about something and even if I'm just referencing something about story structure, I'll say something like, you know, I used this method of story structure in my book, 100 Days of Sunlight, and I hold up the book and I say a few things about it and I didn't have to talk about that. I didn't have to insert that because the video was perfectly fine without that. But inserting that, um, sprinkling in those little mentions of your thing, make it more iconic, more known about, and just your followers will see see it more, more likely to see it. Mm. And new people are also more likely to see it. And it doesn't feel forced. You know, it doesn't feel like, okay, I have to talk about this now right because it doesn't need to be a video just about your book yeah you know i mean it doesn't have to be here's my book 100 days of sunlight here's what it's about you can find it on amazon and barnes and blah 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 blah. because that doesn't doesn't make me like that want to read something right it's interjected into a video i'm already watching for another reason and i've done similar things with my vlogs i'll incorporate like hey right now i'm working on uh this book and um i'm getting ready to release that on this date and uh, hey if you haven't read the series you can get the first book free on my website yeah so like you were saying you don't have to designate some polished video that's just about your book in fact 
sometimes that will have less views on it than something that is a highly searchable thing, a highly searchable video or something else you're talking about that people are already there anyway. Let them know while they're there instead of trying to get them to go to some video that's specifically about it, which of course you can do specific videos, but like you were saying, include it in other things just as part of the conversation. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Make it part of your life. Think of them as if they're friends. Like, how would you tell your friend about your book? Right. You'd be like, wait a minute, let's stop talking about everything for a second. So this is my book, 100 Days of Sunlight. I wrote it on this date. This is what it's about. Let me read you the blurb. Hang on. You know, you wouldn't be like that. You'd just be like, oh, by the way, did I let you know I wrote that book? This is what it looks like. It's available here if you want to check it out. Yeah. And it's just casual. I think people... When artists are in front of a camera, a lot of them freeze up and think yeah. like, oh, who am I even talking to? How do I talk to this thing? Uh, hi, my name is this. I wrote this. It's like, relax. Just okay? be yourself. Just be yourself. Just oh talk, my gosh. To, talk to if them like give... it was someone across the table from me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They get all tensed up and then you're not going to talk about your book naturally anyway. You're talking uh, like if it's like some you know, other like species you behind that, that camera lens and you're trying to figure out how to communicate. I think a lot of people think of it as like a giant auditorium filled with people. Like they're yeah. in like a giant stadium filled with people. And they're yes. like, deer in the headlights. If I could give authors or any person ever one piece of advice on filming yourself and talking in front of a camera, it would be be yourself. Just yeah. be yourself. I know it's hard when you're thinking about the stadium of people staring at you, but really it's not that. It's one okay. person. It's always. one person. Even it's if it's a person. million views on YouTube, yeah, it's always just they're one always just one yeah. person watching the video. That's why I say, what's up, my friend? Not friends. Yeah. Because I'm talking to that one person who clicked on that video. Yeah. It's and true. That's it, always it, what it it's is. It's more of a personal experience, you know? So don't think about, oh, I want, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of people to see this someday. Don't think about all of that. That is overwhelming. Think about just being yourself, whether you are promoting your book through your video, through a video or through a social post or whatever, whatever the case may be. But I think the organic um, mentions of your book, just like sprinkling it into everything you do, you know, it's like it's like just salt that you sprinkle on everything. <laughs> yeah. And it makes it makes it never feel like you never feel like you're forcing it into the conversation. It feels casual and it's organic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that makes it feel so much more authentic and comfortable, I think, for you as the author or as the person promoting it. Um I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Well, you're right on because when you do separate designated things, it always feels more like, oh, here I am trying to promo myself. Don't make it like that. How, How can you make this fun for you? And really think about what mediums you like to use to do that. Maybe it's photography. So maybe Instagram's a better platform for you to be promoting yourself. Maybe it's video. So maybe YouTube or Facebook are better platforms for you to promote yourself. So think about what works for you. And another thing worth mentioning is that you don't have to do this everywhere. I 
think a lot of artists get overwhelmed thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm not even really good at doing all of this. I don't even like being on the computer. I don't like spending all this time. I'm not speaking for everyone, obviously, but I'm definitely like that. I don't use social media, so I don't want to think about having to spend tons of time on it. But you don't have to focus all your efforts on being everywhere. You only need to be a few places where your people are. So find out what that is. Are you getting tons of growth on Instagram? And hey, I enjoy it. I like taking pictures. I like editing pictures. I, I always resonate with the people that I talk to on here. Cool. Then do that. If it's something else, then do that. YouTube, Facebook, whatever. Find what feels good for you. And then you can give very minimal attention to other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't have to be everywhere. You yeah, just have to have a few things. I know authors that aren't anywhere except like their own email list. Yeah. And they're making a living as a writer. Right. So you really, it's it's a fallacy that you need to be all over the internet 100% of the time. And now you're having this dark fantasy of, you know what? I'm not even going to be a writer anymore. I'm just going to be marketing myself online. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? you know what I mean? That's scary. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Mm -hmm. That that doesn't sound like something you want to do when you want to spend no. your time actually devoted to your craft. Yeah, it's always better to focus in on the one platform or one medium that you really feel you shine in. Mm -hmm. And I like to say shine in rather than that you enjoy because sometimes it's not enjoyable at first, you know? Like, right. yes, Long term, you should enjoy doing it. But when I first started making videos, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but there was also this aspect of discomfort and awkwardness at first. And that was something I had to overcome. And then it was better and better from there. Mm -hmm. But I guess what I'm trying to say is expect a period of being a, feeling a little bit awkward and getting over that and then seeing like, wow, I really shine in this, mm -hmm. like you were saying. Yeah. Um, whether that's, that could be Instagram, that could be YouTube, that could be just your email list. So definitely paying attention to that. Um, I think another thing that is worth mentioning here, because this is kind of self-promotion, is another avenue for self-promotion, supplemental avenue, I should say. It's not like you could do this instead, because I always, always would highly recommend self-promotion as well as this is reaching out to other people, other influencers, they don't have to be huge influencers, mini influencers, as I call them, who are similar to you, who also talk about books or similar whatever it is you've written, whether it's a book, a novel, whatever, whatever you're trying to promote. People who already engage in that content and promote that content and having them help you. Okay. And by that, I mean, okay, uh, reaching out to bookstagrammers and sending them your book in exchange for a review or even just in exchange for having it in a picture on their bookshelf on Instagram. That was something that I did for the promotion of 100 Days of Sunlight. And it was so, so helpful for that promotion. And it wasn't something that I made people commit to. I just reached out to bookstagrammers and I was like, hey, I have this book coming out. Here's what it's about. I would love to send you a copy and I would be honored if it showed up in some of your photos or even just on your bookshelf. And I didn't, I didn't make them commit to giving me a review, but 
the majority, I would say 90% of them did write a review and a dedicated post on Instagram. And that was so helpful for the promotion of that book. So that's another thing that I think is really worth spending some time doing. And in the long run, it's a great investment of both your time and any funds that you have to spend to deliver those books to your readers because that is going to be an amazing ripple effect for your book promotion. And you won't have to think about creating all of those posts yourself. You have other people out there creating posts about your book, talking about your book, which is like your dream come true, right? Like that's what we all want is we want readers to be talking about our books. And it's even better if it's super authentic, super organic. You didn't pay these people to do this. You didn't make them commit to anything. You just sent them your book out of generosity and see what happens. You'll be surprised by the kind of reaction that you get. It will be a really positive impact on your book promotion. So yeah, highly recommend that as well. Um, any closing thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that it's it's all of your thoughts are fantastic. And keep in mind when you're reaching out to people that you're helping them discover a cool new thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, oh, I hate to bother this person <laughs> about, you know, my little book thing. Stop saying stuff like that. I've heard so many authors yeah. say stuff like that. And I'm just oh like... Gosh. Give me your book so I can smack you on the head with it because you need to stop thinking like that. You need to stop talking about your book like that. Think of it this way. You have created something beautiful that means something to you and that you know will mean something to others. That's the reason you wrote it. You it, wrote matters. It, it, it matters. It matters. It matters to, to you. you. It matters to your reader. It matters to the world. Yeah. So when you're reaching out to people, realize, hey, they're probably going to get something really cool out of this. I've reached out to people before and sent them my book and later they've been they've sent me an email or a message to let me know how much it impacted them in a positive way and I'm like, "Wow, that's awesome." Yeah. So, think of this as like you're making these new connections that are going to be valuable to both you and the reader. So, yeah. it's fantastic. It's, it's a wonderful cycle of sharing. Yes, <laughs> it enjoy is. it. Be it's proud of it. Awesome impact that you are having on the world. And if you've written a book that matters to you, like we said, it's it's only going to matter to somebody else if you share it and you get it out there. And I think the most important thing that I always try to remember about self-promotion is being excited about it. It's something that a lot of authors dread, but I don't think they should. I think it should be exciting and fun. I think the key here that I've found in my own experience is to get as excited about your own book launch as you would about a book launch by your favorite author. It's a good like, way to how, look at it. How would you be how would you be posting about it and talking about it? And of course, you don't have to like, you know, fangirl in all caps and use tons of emojis, but I won't judge if you want to do that. Um, that's that's cool too. But getting excited about it, getting getting your emotions invested in it is so important to making your readers feel excitement for it as well. And letting them share in the joy. This is a big deal. This is an amazing accomplishment and you should be proud of it and you should be excited for it. It shouldn't be something you dread. It should be something that you're excited to talk about. So try to look at it through that perspective. Try to look at it as this is the most awesome, exciting book launch of my life because it's your book. So it'll probably change your life more than any other book out there. Think about that That's for a, a deep minute. Thought. <laughs> That's a deep thought. So yeah, I think we covered a lot of good 
good points in this episode. Um, This is a big topic for sure, but hopefully you guys took away some valuable insights from this episode. Best of luck to you if you are an indie author or a traditional author out there promoting your book. Have Have a fun time doing it. Embrace it. Have fun and enjoy it. Thank you again to our sponsors who make this show possible. If you get value out of this show, go to patreon.com slash the Kate and Abby show and help us keep this podcast alive and free of interruptions. Also check out the video version of this podcast if you haven't seen that, if you're listening on an audio platform. The video version is on Kate's YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Ka Emmons. Like it, share it around with a friend who might need to hear some of these tips on self-promo for authors. And you can also check out my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Abby Emmons. Lots of good writing videos over there too. Until next week, stay stoked and rock on.